You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quickly before the episode gets started to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor has been such a big help in creating this podcast and is really the reason that you're listening to this episode on the platform that you are, which is super cool. So if you want to learn more about Anchor, just head to anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app on your phone. All right, well, that is all. So let's just get into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl, We Gotta Talk. Today is the first episode of Wine Night Wednesday, so I'm really excited about this new series that's going to be on the podcast. I just thought it would be a really fun um, idea to kind of dive a little bit deeper into some topics. I had originally before... um, this um, coronavirus pandemic hit us all. I had some scheduled uh, podcasts with some fun guests and I thought it would be perfect to kind of kick off the Wine Night Wednesday with them. But since that happened, um, I wasn't able to link up with them. So I'm just going to start the series off by myself. It's probably not going to be as exciting as it would have been, but I posted a bunch of Um, insta stories asking you guys for some questions for today's episode because it's just going to be me and I got a bunch so thank you guys for um asking them we're gonna get into I don't know like fun but like kind of deeper topics um a lot of you guys just asked about like relationships like past and current relationships um and some questions about me and then just like some fun stories and embarrassing stories. So I'm really excited. I think we're just going to jump right in and I'm going to answer all your questions. Oh, and I'm sitting here with my, I'm on my second class of Pinot Grigio. And, um, so if you're listening to this and you want to join me, like grab a glass, I'll wait, like fill up your glass, get some of your favorite wine and we'll just hang out and talk like we, you know, we're just chilling and it's a Wednesday night. We're just hanging out. But uh, yeah, let's get let's get started. All right, so there's a ton of questions here. I don't really know which one to start with. Okay, I'm gonna start with. Oh my god, I'm so scared, you guys. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start with when's the last time that you cried? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good one to start with, but when is the last time that you cried? Okay, so I was like, I have none of these answers written down. I'm just literally gonna like say it in the moment. Um, but for this one, I had to think about it because I was like, wait, I really don't know. And I had to text my boyfriend because I was like, I, I feel like if I were to cry, it would be like in front of him. He was like, honestly, I think the last time he cried was when we watched warrior, which was 
literally like three weeks, three or four weeks ago when, and we mentioned it on like a um, episode, but we watched like the movie Warrior and it was really emotional. It was like some like MMA fighting movie, but then it's like family drama and like it was just, it really, it really got me sad. I was crying. I cried a lot and I was like, I looked at him. I remember in the movie, like during the movie, I looked at him and I was like, why? Like, I hate you for this. Um, and he knew it was going to hit me when it hit me, which is funny. But yeah, I just had, I had like streaming, I had tears streaming down my face. It was really, uh, it was a time. Yeah. That's the last time I cried. Um, oh my God. These, I'm so scared of these questions. Okay. Next question. Let's just do this. Let me take a sip of my wine. Okay. Next question. Um, horror story from a date, like a bad date story. Um, so, so a bad date story. I okay. So the th- first thing that comes to my head when I saw this was my freshman year in college. I think I've told like if you're like a good friend of mine, like you already know the story. Like you definitely already know the story very well. Um, but basically, my freshman year, I had just gotten out of a r- relationship from high school. So like we got to school and then we broke up. Yeah. So then all my roommates, all my sweet mates, I had I was living with five other girls. Um, my freshman year, they were like, we were all like super, super close. Um, they were all like, Elena, you need to get on like these dating apps. You need a Tinder. That's when Tinder was like really, really big. So I was like, you guys, I'm not going to get a Tinder. Like, that's just the last thing I want to do right now. Like, I'm still like trying to deal with this breakup. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not gonna. And eventually like they convinced me to do it. So I got a Tinder and I ended up meeting this guy. He like came to like visit me at school and basically like I don't even know like where did we go I think we just like walked around downtown like in my college town we just like walked around and like got to know each other I guess it was super weird I just remember feeling super awkward and I texted all my roommates and I told them like this is where we're this is what we're gonna do this is the plan like if I go missing you know this is what his name is and I remember like telling them all this information because I was like terrified that I was meeting somebody on an app um and I don't know the he was just like a strange dude and the date was just super weird I remember he like came back to our suite and like was introducing himself to all of my suite mates and was just like really I don't he was just I don't really know what I was doing I was a freshman okay like I was like grieving a relationship and I was just like stupid basically so he comes in he's like oh my god hey like what's up I'm so and so and like all my roommates are like okay cool like we're gonna go out like are you gonna come out and then he like looked at me he was like we're not gonna go out and I was like oh okay cool so we just hung out in my in my room and we were just talking and he was just super weird giving me weird vibes but like I didn't know what I was doing and um he like came to visit me another time and like we had figured out basically that um that he had lied to me and also to my roommate at the time so basically he had said to her this is so crazy so he had said to her hey like it was really good to meet you today like um I am gonna come back next weekend like Elena invited me back for next weekend and she was like oh okay she was probably like shocked because I was like really weird about him so she was like oh okay and what is she gonna say she's not gonna be like oh no you're not you know And when I was, like, walking him out, he was, like, oh, my God, like, you know, your roommate invited me to come back. Like, is that okay? Is that cool? And I was, like, wait, why would my roommate 
speak for me? Like, why would she invite him back? And so like, that's what I'm saying in my head. I'm like, wait, what? And so I was like, so weird and uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. That sounds great. Like what? And he came back like that next weekend. It was terrible. I was like, this guy needs to go. Like, he's just like up in my space. Like it was just, he was not wanted. And when he finally left that last weekend, my roommate and I were talking and she was like, yeah, I'm really surprised that you you know, invited him back. Like you just didn't really seem into him. Like, why would you invite him back? And I was like, no, you invited him back. And so then we realized that he had like tricked us both into him coming back again. And it was just a weird situation. And like, I stopped talking to him after that. It was super weird. This was like a two week thing. So it wasn't like, um, anything like long lasting or whatever, but it was just such a weird situation that he would like lie to my roommate, lie to me. Um, it was somebody I met on an app. So that was like, I was, off of tinder basically after that like um i didn't take tinder seriously after that never did it again it was just such a weird experience um yeah so that's my weird date story i don't know if that's even like a good one but yeah okay so the next question again this is like not in any order i just kind of like wrote them down as i saw them so this one is tell an embarrassing story okay (laughs) Thank you for the person that asked this. Um, so, like, again, I, I, I'm I, trying to, like, think of these on the spot. And, like, the only thing that comes to my head is, like, something that really scarred me when this happened. And I'm sure there are a thousand other stories. Like, I, my whole life is embarrassing. Like, I'm sure there are other things that I could say right now. But this is the one thing that, like, keeps popping in my brain because it was, like, so traumatic for me at the moment. Or at that time. So basically, um, back in high school, I was a freshman in high school. I was on the volleyball team. And I don't know if all schools did this. But basically, like, when you're, um, when you have a, a home game, you wear spirit wear. Or you wear, depending on what sport, you wear, like, your uniform. So, like, cheerleaders would wear their cheerleading outfit. But, like, since I did volleyball, like, we're not going to wear our spandex and jerseys. Like, we're going to wear spirit wear. And then for away games, you would dress up. So this particular day was an away game. And like back then, pencil skirts were like a huge thing, right? So like I was in this like black pencil skirt and like whatever top, I couldn't even tell you. I was like walking up this. This is so embarrassing. Oh my God, I can't even believe I'm doing this. I was walking up this steep, um, narrow staircase in our school. I was holding books, had a backpack on. I don't really know why I was holding so many things in my hand, but I was, and I was wearing these, like, probably, like, these Target, like, slide-on something or other, like, sandals, and I'm, like, walking up the stairs, like, whatever, like, just going, trying to go to class, and I literally trip up the stairs to that, so that, like, my books fly out of my hands, and they trickle down the steps, so, like, there are people, I'm aware that there are people behind me, clearly, like, we're all switching to our next class, this is not, like, an empty staircase by any means, okay, so I am walking up the steps, I trip, my books are trickling down, and then this guy, who was a year older than us, he was in the grade above us, um, he was just, like, the most, the most popular I kid you not, the most popular kid in the school, okay? And oh, I, like, want to say his name, but, like, I can't. Um, Just because I know, like, if people are listening that went to my high school, they would understand, like, what I mean. But basically, he was, like, the most, ki- like, popular kid, right? So, he's right behind me, okay? 
I'm in a pencil skirt. Remember when I said I was in a pencil skirt? Okay. Just like, I need some, I need you to like envision this, okay? Drop my books. They trickle down the steps. He's behind me. Um, I'm like literally like sprawled out on the stairs. I'm so embarrassed. I turn around to like gather my books up and he's also doing that. So we're like both trying to like pick my books up really fast because there's literally a line of people behind us. This brings up so many, this is terrible to even like speak out loud. And he's like, are you okay? And I realize who it is. I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I'm such a stupid freshman. This is literally like, you know, like the big man on campus. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, thank you. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like I'm good. I like pick all my books up really fast. I literally like run as fast as I can to my class. I walk, I ran so fast up those stairs. I get to my class. My face is bright red. Like I am well aware. You know, when you just feel the heat that's yeah. I get to my class. My friend's like, are you good? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Um, terrible. And then, like, I just, anytime I would see him, in, like, in the halls, like, he didn't really mean anything to me. I didn't know him well. But just, like, the fact that he was, like, the popular kid and my doofus self just tripped up the stairs, dropped all my stuff in front of him. It was just, it was embarrassing. And I couldn't look at him and it was embarrassing. And clearly, it still upsets me. Okay. <laughs> That's my embarrassing story. You're welcome. Okay, so this one's a fun one. What are your favorite three wines? This actually was a popular one. Everyone's just like, what's your favorite wine? What are your favorite three wines? Top three favorite wines. Okay, so so I'm Italian, which I feel like because I'm Italian, I should like love a good red wine. And unfortunately, that's just not the case right now for me. Like I'm a big white wine girl. So my go-to, like right now I'm drinking Pinot Grigio. Like I love Pinot Grigio. Like I could just drink Pinot Grigio every day of the week if I wanted to. Um, I also like Savion Blanc. Those are like probably my top two. And then um, I just like honestly like I'll drink red wine. I'm not like a big red wine girl, but like Pinot Noir, like I'll drink, you know, whatever it is, like I'll drink it. I That sounds so bad. Alina. Okay. But I will um, really just drink whatever. But if I did like pick a top two, like Pinot Grigio, Savion Blanc, like those are my favorites um, for sure. So if you're drinking again, like cheers. Thanks for like listening to today's podcast. Um, I hope you're having a good time and listening to me expose myself. (laughs) Next question. Oh, okay. So this was kind of a fun one. I have to look up my stuff for this because someone asked about my Enneagram and like um, what kind of, like, what type I am and all that fun stuff. So, let me just pull that up because I, I know it. Let me see. Okay, so I took this test actually a while ago because I was really curious, probably bored if I'm being honest, so I took it and it's your Enneagram type, or what is it, your Enneagramcoach.com. So, um, if you want to know this information about yourself, like, definitely take it. It's super fun. Um, to kind of like get to know yourself, I guess, if that makes any sense. But basically it said that my top two types were, um, the entertaining optimist, which is type seven, and then the successful achiever, which is type three, which is interesting, right? Like that's so weird that like you just took a little quiz and it told you like about who you are. So I have these screenshots from like when I took it. So that's what I'm reading over. And it basically like, should I read this whole thing? Okay, so just reading really quickly, I'll just read, like, some of these quick little paragraphs about, like, the overview of a type 7. So, it says, type 7s are joyful, enthusiastic, and social people that radiate optimism in all situations. As lovers of variety, they live 
life big and are eager to enjoy all the new experiences that this world has to offer. They see endless possibilities and innovation all around them. While they radiate positivity and happiness, internally they are always longing for more and fearful of missing out. To them, life is cotton candy, super sweet to the taste, but disappears quickly and they are constantly unsatisfied, wanting more. What? When life is hard, they experience a deep internal struggle in their attempt to avoid pain at all costs. When life gets complicated, painful, sad, or boring, they quickly escape to things that bring them pleasure, allowing them to avoid the difficult feelings they fear. Oh my goodness. Okay. The cost to themselves as they pursue their need for adventure, happiness, and stimulating experiences is the inability to enjoy the present and feel satisfied with what they already have. They may keep themselves extremely busy in order to avoid dealing with internal anxieties, sorrow, or boredom. Okay, so basically it says my core motivations are core fear, core desire, and core weakness. What does that even mean? Core fear, being deprived, trapped in emotional pain, limited or bored, missing out on something fun. So basically it says that I have FOMO, which like, I I feel as though that is incorrect. I don't really have FOMO. Um, core desire, being happy, fully satisfied and content, true. Um, gluttony, feeling a great emptiness inside and having insustainable desire to fill yourself up with experience and stimulation. Okay, so basically like it says that I... I basically like suppress my pain and I find things to do like distract me if that makes sense which you know I feel you know you're not wrong that's probably what I do um I feel like a lot of people do that like nobody wants to feel pain right you just suppress it and you maybe not maybe I just suppress it um interesting though that's interesting um the optimism thing is definitely true. I'm definitely someone that, oh, okay, hold on. So then this says your other type results. So 80%, I'm the peaceful mediator. 74%, I'm the supportive advisor. That's kind of funny. So I was actually talking to my friends about this recently. So like in a lot of my friend, in the friend groups I'm in, I am definitely someone that's like, okay, guys, we're all friends here. You know, like, let's not let's not fight. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm definitely someone that's like, wait guys, stop. I don't know. So that's kind of true. Um, yeah, that's super interesting though. So that's pretty cool. I would definitely recommend just like doing this for fun and kind of seeing, um, what it says about you. You answer a ton of questions and they're all super repetitive. I remember doing it and it's like, I basically answered this like six times already that you just ask it in kind of a different way. Um, to kind of, you know, obviously get the best result, but Super cool. That was basically like the overview. I'm not going to like, I I pretty much said everything. So yeah, that's my, um, okay. The next question is what is your biggest fear? And okay. Just like saying it out loud, my biggest fears, my biggest fear is, you know, like spiders or snakes, right? Like those are my fears. But if we're like being, you know, serious about it, my biggest fear is probably not, is like living my life, but not reaching my full potential, if that makes any sense at all. I have all these like hopes and dreams and goals for myself. And I think my fear is not reaching that goal or like not getting to that place in my life. And 
yeah, I don't know. Like, it just scares me to, like, not be successful or to not, you know, like, get to a place that I thought I would be at. And, you know, when people are like, what is your five-year plan? Or, like, what is your blah, 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 blah? Like, I don't know. Ever since I was, like, younger, I always had this, like, vision of what my life would be. And so if I don't get to that point, like, that scares me. Like, I want to be the successful person that, like, younger me wanted me to be, if that makes sense. And that's kind of also, like, what pushes me. It's like, I still want to be that person that, like, younger me looks up to. So, I don't know. All right, that got a little deep. Let's move on. Okay, so the next question on here is, if you could erase a past relationship of yours, what would it be and why? So, that one was super interesting because it's such a weird thing to say, like, erase. Like, Clearly, like, those relationships didn't work out because I'm not in them anymore. And um, to say erase one of your past relationships, it's, like, totally. Like, I feel that. Like, you wish that, like, that didn't happen. But I was kind of thinking about it and that popped up. And I was like, you know, like, obviously, I wish that a lot of things didn't happen in my past relationships. To erase something is, like, so permanent, and that means that, like, that experience didn't happen, which means I might not be where I am right now, if that makes sense. So, if I were to erase any of them, if I had to pick, I probably wouldn't erase any of them. And that might sound weird, but it's, like, I am who I am because of what I've been through, and I am so... I don't even want to say grateful, but I, I, I learned so much in my past relationships. Like those situations had to happen, I think, so that I could grow and so that I could figure out what exactly I wanted in a relationship. So each relationship was different. I had like, so basically I had three really big relationships or serious relationships. Um, and each of them was a little different and each of them I learned. So, like, I learned about myself. I learned what I wanted. I learned exactly what I do not want. And so then, like, moving on to the next relationship, I realized, you know, like, more about myself and, you know, what I'm looking for in life and whatever, right? So, it's like to say to erase them, I don't think I could erase them because then I wouldn't be where I am today. And my last relationship, I learned a lot about myself. I learned exactly what I do not want in a, in a partner And that made me more grateful for the partner that I'm with now. So I can't, I don't know, like I I can't erase them because then I wouldn't be where I am, if that makes any sense. And I kind of wanted to talk about um, all of this and maybe another episode I can do like a more in-depth conversation about all of that. But yeah, so I I don't know if I want to erase it because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, with my boyfriend now if I hadn't gone through that and I wouldn't have appreciated my boyfriend now if I hadn't gone through that if that makes if that makes any sense so yeah hopefully that answers that okay and the next question is what is something that you cannot stand about TJ that's actually super funny um yeah I don't really know um something that I can't stand about TJ I honestly like I was trying to think about this one too because it's like you kind of have to have an answer for this I there may be, like, little things that I'm just like, oh, I can't stand you. But it's, like, nothing 
honestly, it's nothing serious. Um, okay, so I don't know. Again, this is super small. This isn't anything, you know, crazy, but something that I can't say about TJ is when, <laughs> um, he's gonna like kill me for this, but basically, anytime, not anytime, but sometimes when I say things to him and he's on his phone, I feel like he's not listening to me, which is probably a normal thing, right? Like if someone's looking down at their phone, you don't think they're like engaged in the conversation. Um, but I'll like say something to him or like be telling him a story and he's like, he'll like look down at his phone and he'll do this thing where he'll just like nod, but he'll still be looking down at his phone. And so I just feel like he's not paying attention to me, you know? So then I'll be like, okay, well, what did, you know, are you listening to me? And then he's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, okay, well, what do you, what did I just say? And then he'll say exactly what I just said. And that I cannot stand. <laughs> the first of all, I can't stand when he's looking down at his phone, but the fact that he actually is listening, I can't stand. Okay. So the next question is, um, what drew you to TJ? So this is kind of a fun question because I actually haven't really thought about this before. Um, or probably talked about it, but yeah, this one's kind of fun for me because I haven't really like thought about this before, but basically TJ and I met my, my sophomore year, his freshman year of college. And we were like in the same organizations and I knew of him. He was in a class of mine and that was like about it. Wait, I think that was my, it might've been my junior year. Oh my God. I don't even know. Anyways. So we met and we were, you know, like acquaintances. We knew of each other. We talked here and there, but it was nothing like more than that. But I always thought like, I always thought the world of him. And I always thought like he was going to do big things because I would see him like obviously in these organizations just like really working really hard and he was just super unique to me. Like I had never seen somebody like him before and this isn't like in any kind of romantic sense. This is literally just like I've never seen somebody like him before at all. Like the way that he can demand a room. Like when he speaks like the whole room is listening to him and I was like that is so cool. Like we are all super engaged like everyone is just like drawn to you. And I love that. Like what a cool quality to have. And I thought he was just like a super hardworking, dedicated, smart, like human being. And, um, clearly I thought he was attractive, but like that was, I mean, pretty much like that was the extent. Like I just thought he was like hardworking and super intelligent dude. Right. So Knowing all of that, I was like, wow, like, he's just, like, a super cool guy, and I'm just going to be, like, his best friend. This is going to be so, you know, like, what a good guy to have, you know? Like, as a friend. And then, obviously, like, it started to pick up a little bit, and we started um, hanging out and, like, dating. So, but it's just funny, and I still see him like that. I just think that he is such a, like, hardworking person and, like, so driven and such, like, an overachiever and... I mean, I make fun of him all the time. Like, you're such an overachiever and, like, look at you, like, doing all this. But it's, like, honestly, it's something to, like, really be proud of. So, um, that's just, like, super attractive to me. Somebody that, like, works really hard and that it's, um, just, like, a smart person. I just think that's, like, super attractive. So, um, yeah, that's what drew me to him, I guess, originally. And then clearly, like, he's attractive. So, okay. Um... 
All right. I think that is about it for tonight's episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, I know I did. It was super fun to like get your guys' questions and kind of dive a little bit deeper um, into some topics. There are a lot of episodes that I have plans coming up that I want to try and figure out with some guests. So like keep a lookout for those, but um, hopefully you guys have been enjoying these last few episodes. I know it's a little bit weird with all of us being, you know, at home and stuff and not being able to be in contact with other people. Um, So hopefully these have been entertaining um, and fun to listen to, but but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow um, Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram if you're not already. That's where I post a bunch of updates, pop culture stuff, um, and fun things like that. So give that a follow. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.